0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 52 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,427 on turnover of 4.8 billion NT. The market tumbled more than 400 points on Thursday amid investor concerns that the U.S. Federal Reserve could scale back its stimulus measures before the end of this year, and both traditional and high-tech stocks suffered significant losses. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says it welcomes reports that Japan's ruling Liberal Democratic Party is seeking to hold a security dialogue with the DPP. According to ministry spokeswoman Joanne O, oh, such a meeting will help local lawmakers strengthen their relationship with their counterparts and politicians from like-minded countries. However, O oh is not providing any further details of the planned meeting, citing the government agency's neutrality in matters involving political parties. The statement comes amid reports that Japan's ruling party is seeking to establish what could be a regular security dialogue with their counterpart here in Taiwan. Meanwhile, the Electricity Price Review Committee is set to meet later today. Reports say the committee is likely to maintain the current rates for most household users for at least another six months from October. However, electricity rates could be hiked by around 3% for some households and the manufacturing sector. The price of electricity has remained frozen at 2.6253 NT per kilowatt hour since September 2018. In international news, it's been revealed that more than two dozen U.S. diplomats working at the American embassy in Kabul sent a classified cable to U.S. President Joe Biden's Secretary of State last month, warning him of the potential for a rapid Taliban takeover in Afghanistan. Our Washington correspondent Simon Marks reports.
0: This is a bombshell. The Wall Street Journal reporting the memo was sent directly to Secretary of State Antony Blinken using a confidential diplomatic channel that allows embassy staff to dissent from U.S. government decisions. It said the Taliban would take over the country shortly after the U.S. troop withdrawal was complete at the end of August, and it urged a faster process of evacuating Afghans who have worked with the U.S. It flies in the face of President Biden's claim 24 hours ago that his government received no warnings of the Afghan government's imminent fall.
1: Officials say two doctors at hospitals treating earthquake victims in Haiti's capital of Port-au-Prince have been kidnapped, forcing one of the institutions to declare a two-day shutdown in protest. The abductions Tuesday and Wednesday dealt a major blow to attempts to control criminal violence that has threatened disaster response efforts. One of the doctors seized in Port-au-Prince was among the country's few orthopedic surgeons. They are desperately needed for quake victims with broken limbs. On Tuesday, an obstetrician en route to perform an emergency cesarean delivery was kidnapped, and officials say the delay in treatment for his patient led to her death and that of her child. Kidnappers have contacted the families of both doctors, but there is no information on ransom demands. And Hurricane Grace has struck Mexico's Caribbean coast just south of Tulum, tearing the roofs off some homes and knocking out power to thousands as it crossed the Yucatan Peninsula. The push across land weakened the storm, but by evening it was centered back over the Gulf of Mexico. And the U.S. National Hurricane Center says it is regaining strength as it heads for a collision with the Mexican mainland late today or early Saturday. Strong winds down trees, road signs, and flimsier structures on the Caribbean coast. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day.